Hey y'all, this is Amanda with Unconventional Family and you are listening to Sippin' Coffee and Spillin' Tea. We are going to get into all the things. Being a wife, a mother, a Christian, a business owner, an entrepreneur, there's no limit to what we're going to talk about. Y'all get ready. Well, good morning. Good morning. If you're listening to it in the morning, good afternoon. Good evening, whatever, whenever you're listening to it. It is hump day for us over here at Sippin' Coffee, Spillin' Tea. Love me some Wednesdays, right smack dab in the middle of the week. You've made it halfway through. It's time to take a good look at everything that you wanted to accomplish this week. And you've got three more days to do it if you're not planning on working on those things Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to jump right in to the good news. Hump days were made for good news, sipping coffee, and spilling tea, which I'm about to spill good tea. And there was no way for me to break this story down other than me just reading it because it is so good and I totally would have butchered it. I wouldn't have gotten things right. So I'm going to read it to you. And it's A teen uses basketball skills to raise money for best friend injured in a football accident. And this is coming from theweek.com. And it was best friends since sixth grade, Marcus San Miguel and Jordan Sloan discovered over the last 18 months just how strong their bond is. The Atlanta residents connected over sports. San Miguel is a star on the basketball court and Sloan on the football field. In September 2020, Sloan took a hit to the head during a game and was rushed to the hospital where he was placed on a ventilator. He sustained a brain stem trauma. Ever since the accident, he has been working on regaining his mobility and strength. Doctors are preparing to remove his tracheotomy and Sloan is now able to move all of his body parts. Six days a week, he goes to rehabilitation sessions with the goal of being able to one day play sports again. The entire time, San Miguel has been cheering his best friend on from the sidelines and found a way to support him through basketball. San Miguel began taking pledges every charge he took in a basketball game in order to give Sloan's family the money necessary to buy items not covered by insurance, like a manual wheelchair and reformer machine. I really wanted just to do whatever I could to help, said San Miguel. He would have done the same thing for me. So far, San Miguel has raised over $14,800. Sloan's mother, Jasmine is grateful for the way San Miguel stepped up to help and said she doesn't know if she will ever be able to really thank him. I will try for the rest of my life, she says. Y'all, how stinking cold is that? Complete act of selflessness. And I'm like, these kids are in high school. And so it's so good to see because sometimes I know we want to look back and be like, oh, this generation doesn't get it. They're not understanding. Like, they're, they're going to ruin our world. And then you get these little pops of these wonderful stories. And this kid has raised almost $15,000 for his best friend. Not just to be a blessing to them, but to he's there cheering him on. And I think they said it's been an 18... Let me see if I can go back. An 18-month battle 
from the time that his friend was injured till now. And he's being able to use his gift of playing basketball to help and support them and to be able to cover what insurance isn't covering. And I just, I don't know. I read that and I'm like, that that right there, that is the good news. And I hope and pray for each of us that have children that we are raising children, just like this little boy, San Miguel, that if something ever tragic happened to someone in their life, that they would do whatever they are capable of to to help in a time of need. So I thought that would bring just a little bright light to your day. You know, just it's nice to read stories when you're like, that just restored my faith in humanity. Because it's so easy to see to see all the bad that's happening. And especially in teenagers, you know, there's, oh Lord, these teenagers can be a handful sometimes. But you know what, there's a lot of good in them too. And maybe they just need somebody to, some an adult to push them or teach them, you know, the right things in life. Let's get right into the quotes because I am slightly, it's it's not a big obsession. I am slightly obsessed with Princess Diana. Love her, love just about everything that she stood for, her grace, her poise, her fashion sense. Like she was a woman's woman and I have... Oh, I've collected a few of her books. I'm not going to go out here and lie and tell you that I've read them all. But I fell in love with her. We were on a plane ride. And I don't remember where we were going. I think it was out east. I think we were going to the east coast. And one of the the free movies that you can watch on Southwest. And it was a documentary on Princess Diana. And I watched that. And and I, you know, had heard about her. And my my parents, actually, they have all of the newspapers and stuff that came out after her accident. I knew a little bit and, you know, my parents really liked her. But after I watched this documentary, I just, I fell in love with her. And I'm like, that woman, I want to be Princess Diana. I found a quote from her and I don't know what made me think of it, but I just looked up (laughs) powerful Princess Diana quotes and I found one that I absolutely loved And it's carry out a random act of kindness with no expectation of reward, safe in the knowledge that one day someone might do the same for you, Princess Diana. And that was, I I just read it and I'm like, that's it. That's the quote for today. Because I think sometimes, and I think this is what loving people unconditionally is you do for other people without strings attached. You you are kind, you are loving, you are giving, and you don't expect anything in return. Now, it's nice, you know, to get the thank you and, and you know, maybe someone do something nice for you. But here's the deal. You have to think that and and it's biblical, you reap what you sow. And sometimes it's not immediate, obviously, right? Like anyone who's ever planted a garden knows that you don't plant one day and you wake up the next day and like you've got a full field of corn or green beans. It takes a while. And so I think sometimes we forget as we're sowing into people's lives, and it may not even be that person that we sowed into that's going to come back around and then sow into our lives as well. And and this is crazy that this is the quote that I'm going with today because I, 
I just was thinking about it. Jason has been talking about this and he talked about it this morning. So I'm recording this on a Tuesday. And Jason talked about it on his morning live this morning about just being selfless to, to, to everyone and just being so giving of yourself, but not expecting anything in return. We do it because that's what God did for us, right? And he, he gave everything. He gave his one and only son. It's the most quoted scripture in the Bible, John three sixteen. He He gave everything while he desires for us to accept Jesus as our Savior. It's not a requirement of his love. He still loves us unconditionally. And that that's the whole basis of Christianity. Now, obviously, to make it to heaven, you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But it's not a condition of his love. Even if you never loved him back, he still would have done it. Or even if you were the only person on the earth that needed a savior, he still would have done it. And I think, you know, everyone wants to be like, I, I want to be like Jesus. You know, I want to live a perfect life. I don't want to do, you know, all these things that are deemed to be sinful and stuff like that. But I think that we forget sometimes that more than anything, being like Jesus is being a, a selfless person, being a giving person and just being kind to others and and really helping each other and more so and as you build a relationship with Christ obviously your actions your words and stuff those will continually change because the holy spirit will work on you and take out things that are not pleasing to him but i think more than anything he just he wants us to love and to love people and to love them without conditions without strings attached i'm doing this for you because i love you and it's this love that i have is because of the love and the relationship that i have with christ and i think that kind of got a little bit <laughs> deeper maybe than what princess diana was talking about but and I don't know, like maybe this is just something that our little unconventional family community needs to hear this week. And maybe you're, I think some of it comes, maybe you just need to hear that everything that you've done for people selflessly and everything that you've done without strings attached and unconditionally to people, don't get bitter because people don't reciprocate that that same love or that same act of kindness that you give. Keep giving, keep doing, keep loving. Don't ever stop just because there may not ever be a thank you or don't ever stop just because you feel like no one else would do that for you in return. Know what you reap or what you sow, you are going to reap. And it's not going to be, may not be, it could be, but it may not be instantaneous. But there are going to be people who get this and grasp this. And when you need it the most, they, they are going to be there to sow right back into your life. So I'm going to read this quote one more time. And it's carry out a random act of kindness with no expectation of reward. Safe in the knowledge that one day someone might do the same for you. Princess Diana. And I think we can all learn a little bit from her and her short-lived life here 
on earth. She was she was a lover of people and she was a selfless person. Even the status that she carried, it didn't matter to her. She would she would get down to where people were and make sure that they they felt loved. And she had another, let me see. I've got my computer pulled up here. If I can't find it, I'll just I'll have to to post it, but it was something about it was something about love. But yeah, so let's be like Princess Diana. Let's be a whole bunch of little Princess Dianas. How about that? I'm going to end here and I usually do three like practical things to make life easier or three practical life-changing things that you can do. But I'm going to come with you with one. And it's one that I started to say at the beginning of the podcast. It was, it's Wednesday. And it's the same thing that we do, you know, like people who set goals and stuff like that at the beginning of the year, usually halfway through, you stop and you look at them and you're like, okay, how far did I get? What, you know, what needs to change? What do we need to redirect? What do we need to put on hold? Now, honestly, this is something that I try to do. I would like to try to do it once a month, but um, me and Jason just sat down and did this. What, what month are we in? Four. We just sat down and did this last month. So I'd say about once a quarter and we put put everything that we wanted to do for the year. Like we took the goals that we wanted for a certain area and it was for unconventional and we went back over them and we're like, okay, what's working? What's not working? What needs to be put on the back burner? Because we're not giving up on any of it. We just need to kind of see where we're at and see what we're able to give our time to because obviously things change, life happens, we get busy, we take on, you know, different responsibilities and just just so you know, and you don't get down on it, nothing is going to go 100% the way that you planned it to go. You were going to have to shift the way that you thought something was, you were going to be able to carry it out. You're going to have to go probably a completely different route. Even like your goals and your dreams for the year are probably going to change and stuff is going to take priority. And so that's what we did. And so I just think let's Let's do that in the middle of the week. If you you write down like a to-do list or your goals for the week and and I would I would say do that on either Sunday evening or Monday morning. Like what do you need to accomplish for the week that is going to get you to that goal? Right? Because you can have goals, but without a plan, you're never going to achieve that goal. And so I think Sunday evening or Monday morning is a good time to be like, what do I need to do this week to achieve those goals that I set back in January? And then on Wednesdays, take that and be like, okay, we're halfway through the week. What have I done this week to accomplish those, you know, Sunday, Monday goals that I set in place? And baby steps, just take these little baby steps. And I think that you'll find if you do something every single day that advances your vision or your goal, it won't be so overwhelming. Just something super small, whether like if you need to send an email, if you need to work on, I know right now I'm trying to build Jason's website and it's like every day if I will log on and do something, you know, try to put a plug in in it or try to write a bio or just something super small, do it every day. And then before you know it, you've accomplished so much. Like you can look back two to three weeks later and you're like, oh my gosh, because I did something every day. So maybe that's, maybe there's a couple of them in here. Number one, write down your goals for the week. 
Sunday night or Monday, on Wednesday, look at those and see, you know, what you need to do for the remainder of the week to accomplish that or what you need to adjust or refocus on. And then I would say every single day, other than obviously Saturdays and Sundays, unless unless your dreams and your visions are requiring you to do that, which some of, sometimes there are things that we have to do on the weekends for unconventional, but do something every day that is going to push your dream or your vision that you were wanting for your life. You know, if it's a if it's a health goal, you know, every day maybe you can't do a full mile, do a quarter mile, you know, it just just depending on what time you have. If it's writing a book, just write a couple of sentences down and see where it takes you. If it's you want a closer relationship with God instead of thinking that you need to sit down and read an entire chapter out of your Bible, take one verse. You know, everything doesn't have to be this big monumental thing that you do. And you don't have to just stretch yourself so thin and be so busy with a whole bunch of things. Just try to, what is the word? Like compress, maybe. Is that the word? I don't know. Y'all y'all already know I'm not super, super good with my, with words larger than about five letters, (laughs) but don't spread yourself so thin and think that you have to get, you know, like that vision has to happen in the first quarter of the year, or this has to be done by the end of the week. And it's something that's not achievable. Make your goals achievable, make them to where they are not just going to completely wear you down and then you get burned out and then you just don't want to do them anymore. So I am, I guess that's enough rambling from me today. It's going to be a great hump day. If y'all need anything, if you need me, you know, to pray for anything for you, if there's something you're believing for, if there's a business that you've got, please let me know. I want to share it. I want to get behind you. I want to be your dream co-signer. So please, like, please just send an email, send a DM reach out on Facebook. I did tonight, I did move our Bible study because we had, it's Oliver's 10th birthday. We had a baseball game, which now I am committed to going to since Jason's the head coach and Wyatt is playing on the baseball team. And then I was volunteered by the head coach (laughs) to have a team dinner ready after the game. And so we made a mad dash over to Walmart and got hot dogs and chips and all that jazz. And anyways, I had to come home and cook it right in the middle of the game. So I didn't do the ladies Bible study, but I did. There's a group on Facebook and I'm going to post, I think there's a QR code that I can post on the unconventional Facebook. So bop over there and get that. And I posted the link as well on the unconventional Facebook. Maybe that's easier because I don't know how you scan a QR code if you're scrolling your phone on Facebook. I don't know how that works, but I posted the link over there. So if you're wanting to join next Tuesday at eight o'clock, it is the Elijah Bible study with Priscilla Schreier. And we are going to pick back up on day three next week on that. So I hope y'all have a fantastic hump day. I hope that it is the best week you've ever had. And I will see y'all Saturday morning. I love you.